Coming to you from New York City. This week and every week, it's the Ben Kissel Show. I'm going to stop pressing buttons. Thank God. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everyone. I am Ben Kissel. I'm with Mike Coscarelli, as always. Uh, thanks for uh, producing the show, Mike. Of course. Hello, everybody. Hello, Ben. All right. So people, back by popular demand, our once every three month Ben Kissel Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got my roommate, Travis Irvine, is also going to join us, and he's here right now. Yay. I'm here right now. You're Yay. here right now. Right now. So that's exciting. You know Travis. He's been on Abling His Top Hat a whole bunch, and uh, he's a very successful stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. You just got off the Liberty Tour and all those sorts of things. So anyway, what's going on? I'm leaving. Speaking of producers, Mike, yeah. big news. You know what we have? Ben Kissel breaking big news right now. I'm no longer producing. Oh, fun. It's, it's so real. I'm not producing at Fox anymore. Oh, no. I'm no longer producing the show called Red Eye. It airs at 3 o'clock in the morning. I am officially only making money through the art. Isn't that amazing? That is great. So big changes have happened. Um, it was because I did love the experience working at... Um, At News Corps, I saw a lot of celebrities such as Omarosa, Mm. Ben Carson. Mm. Those were the only two uh, that I really saw, but that's fine. Mm. I saw Eric Trump. Jill Stein. Jill Stein. Uh, So I did see quite a few people working over there. Lou Dobbs on a daily basis. The Dobbs. The Dobbs. He's got a laugh. He's cackling now. He's more thrilled than he ever has been before. (laughs) It was like he took a youth elixir. Trump, the only person in America that got younger when Trump was elected was Lou Dobbs. Yeah. He's like, you know. Vitamin B. Oh, my God. Vitamin T for Trump indeed. (laughs) So um, that's good. So, yeah. So, you know, so thanks, everyone, for, uh, you know, for listening. And and we do a Patreon for last podcast on the left, which really helped out. And, uh, you know, we're doing all these road gigs. We're so December 16th, we're going to be in in Portland. And the 17th, we're in Seattle. I might be flipping those. I don't know. Um, so man, it's really it's pretty badass. So that's one of the recent developments that happened. I will miss going to the um, to the little spinning machine. You put a quarter in it, and then it gives you uh, peanut M and M's. It's a spinning machine. An automat. <laughs> What's that? An automat. An automat. The is long, that what it sounds is? like a, sounds like some sort of car cleaning it's company. Got, so like, it's got peanuts on on like a plate that spins, right? No, oh. it was not like that. It was like oh. a normal thing that you would go to as a kid. A laundromat. No, that's a, that's where spinny you do anything. A vending machine. No, a vending machine. Why wouldn't you say vending machine? It's more like a spinning machine. Oh, you, the you, 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 turn, quarter, the, you, you turn the knob. You turn the knob. Oh, that thing. Bum, bum, What's it called? It's a vending Bubble machine. Bubble gum. That's a vending machine. Yeah, it vends. It's a vending machine. And then it's it is the kind of a first, machine. It was like the yeah. first vending machine. Yeah, it's like yeah, that's it's the like first vending, vending machine. Yeah, yeah, the swingy thing. Isn't that exciting? So I'm gonna miss going to that. Uh, because I would put my quarter in and I'd get, uh, you know, sometimes you'd get three chocolate, uh, you know, peanut M&Ms or sometimes you'd get 30. What? You never knew what your quarter was going to get you. <laughs> and uh, so that was always kind of an enjoyable experience. And someone was always cooking lean cuisines in the microwave. So I'll miss the smell of home. And uh, so that's good. And I would also consume quite a few chocolate covered almonds. So, you know, life has changed now, but I plan on losing a lot of weight because I gained about 30 pounds Sitting at that desk, you get you get desk ass. Yeah, and my my ass is all it's all flat. It's sad and depressing. Mm-hmm. It looks like an IHOP uh, booth. <laughs> the entire booth. Yeah, that's my ass. Is just the booth. I was waiting for a menu item, but booth works. Booth yeah, works. no, it's it's all soggy and it's gotten lumpy. <laughs> I don't know what the, all the sitting. D- yeah, desk ass. Desk ass. It's yeah. not good. It makes your butt look like an IHOP booth. Yeah. 
Good. You gotta get God. up and move. I mean, I've seen you gotta it. move, and you then gotta. but when you move, I go to the I go to the spinning machine, mm-hmm. and I get my chocolate covered M and M's. So the, it's, <laughs> you're screwed. <laughs> I got screwed. Everything I tried to do, but it was a great experience. So, uh, but I'm happy now. I'll do a little bit more on camera stuff. I'm I'll be doing Kennedy. Uh, On Monday, this Monday, this probably won't be out by then, but that's okay. Maybe you saw me on Kennedy on Fox Business. Everybody's watching Fox Business. Mm. It's beating CNBC. Oh, really? Yeah, it's sort of like, you know, when like the nerds of the school, they also have a hierarchy. Mm -hmm. So it's the cool nerd, Fox Business. It's giving kind of sort of wedgies to all the other nerds or making fun of them for not being able to play the clarinet as well. And that's one thing that is completely underrated is the bullying that happens within the nerd community, specifically when it comes to these musical individuals. Right. My friend was a big clarinetist growing up. She was amazing. And she would just tear people apart. Yeah. You know, we look at these people who play these sort of, uh, you know, flute instruments, and we say, oh, they're weak. No, in reality, they're violent and vicious. It's just a different tribe. Totally different, yeah. yeah. But the rules are, you know, the, the same rules apply, be the best. And if you're not the best... Trying to discourage everybody from exceeding and then keep everybody low on your level. Yeah, dude. When I was in high school, I played the trombone for the first uh, two years that I was in high school. Yeah, you but did. I, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah. Travis. Yeah, you did. Hey, yeah, you did. <laughs> Spinning oh. machine. <laughs> Good God. I played, I played the trombone. <laughs> what a jerk. This guy's a jerk. <laughs> oh, man. My high school Nerd. had the best marching band uh, in, the, in the state. And I also played football. We had the worst football team in the state. But Yo, the best marching band. So I used so to people, get... would people come to watch the marching band and the football was just sort of the yeah. thing that facilitated yes. the marching band? The marching band was the pride and joy. And huh. I used to get picked on by the other kids in the marching band when I would have band class because I had to like wear... You had to go, yeah. I, ha- I was playing the football and they'd be like, why don't you get with a real team wow. instead of your team of losers? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Idiot. Hey. That's true, though. Hey, that's crazy. I did the same thing in Ohio. I uh, was in marching band all four years and then senior year I played football out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was very bad at football. I was also very ba- uh, bad in band. Yeah, I was just really bad in all the things. Well, and uh, I remember, yeah, we had players who had a during halftime come march with the band with the sem- that, psh, Yeah, with because the oh yeah, yeah no. Now that, that I think like, about cool. it, there were some people that did that in my small Catholic school as well. Mm-hmm. I never did. I couldn't. I tried to play the uh, recorder mm-hmm. growing up in sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. They wanted me to play the recorder. And I thought that that was a tough one. You should have played like a big instrument. You're a big guy. You should have been like yeah. a tuba they, guy. They should have just given yeah. me a bass. I think by nature, I would have been good at it. Oh, no, so I didn't. Good. You know what I didn't like or about? Bass. I, but I, I already said bass or a tuba. You don't listen. Or what about baritone? Uh, baritone. What about I don't want to play the baritone. What about the timpani? Is it bari- timpani? Yeah. Is baritone an instrument? Yes, baritone yeah. is. I thought there was a sound. It's like a treble clef mini tuba. Yeah. I don't know. It seems. Seems like part of the anatomy. You could play a trombone, kind of like Mike. I play the trombone. Yeah, yeah that was fun. It's just the official sad instrument. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand the whole thing. I played saxophone. That's yeah, but, a cool. But guy none of that yeah. stuff. Cool none guy. of that stuff sounds good unless it's surrounded by other instruments. That's the idea. That is the idea. I don't like that. <laughs> that I feel like if your instrument can't sound music, good, yes. I don't like. But I don't like it. If your instrument can't sound good on its own, what it, what's it? What's it for? It's for it's making other instruments sound, sound good. good. I yeah. don't like the way that that works. I think that's, that's socialist. That's people work. That's, that's socialism. socialism. That's yeah. not right. Big Teaching band socialism. music. <laughs> big band music is just going to lead us down a path towards <laughs> socialism. socialism. That's yeah. why, I want I want electric guitars. Yeah. Those sound good on their own. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's why uh, J. Edgar Hoover monitored the jazz musicians. <laughs> as he should have. Yeah. He was also During the rise of communism. Yes. <laughs> 
That's right. That was probably what was in McCarthy's briefcase, a horn. Yeah. (laughs) And he's keeping whoever is attracted to that horn, he knows for a fact they have communist leanings. (laughs) Spinning machine. I mean, this is ridiculous. I'm over it. But yeah, that's true. That is very, that's a good point, guys. Good point. What was the point? Socialism. Socialism. Okay, I forgot the socialism. Good God. And then also the the hierarchy of musical theater, which, by the way, we won't get too much into it. We discuss politics on Abling and Stop At, which I have to do a little bragging. Can I humble brag? Please, it's your show. Humble brag. We were a new and noteworthy on the cover. I don't know if it's a cover, but it's on iTunes. It's the cover of iTunes. It's the cover of iTunes. Although, do you call it a cover? It's a front page. Yeah, yeah. front page. Front page cover. Is that still the term? Uh, Homepage? Well, maybe homepage. Homepage. Storefront. Storefront. Yeah, all right. So we were on, we were new and noteworthy. We beat Glenn Beck. That was one of our major goals. Wow. That's great, dude. Yep, we beat Glenn Beck. He's going through some sort of bizarre um transformation. Yeah, he's sort of transitioning and he wants to be a he wants to be a liberal now, I he guess. He wants to be less alt-right. Yeah. Doesn't but that's want to not, be a Nazi. He, he created it. I know. I just don't understand. I used to Every watch time, Glenn. May I, Travis? Please, yes. I used to watch Glenn Beck <laughs> all the time when he was on headline news. Mm-hmm. And then he moved over to Fox, and that's where he really went. Uh, you he know, a star. He be, he became a star, and yeah. he lost his damn mind. He mm-hmm. blacked out the entire uh, studio, which is so funny to actually be there now and know exactly what it looks like. What a pain in the ass that was for everybody who had to black out the studio because all the other shows had light, mm-hmm. and they would tie you know strings around uh, you know little push pins, and he would make spurious relationships um, when it comes to the global government and the globalists and how they all tied into the United States government, and now. He wants to totally backtrack on everything he created. I don't think we should let him. What's, I don't think they want him. They don't want him. They don't. Nobody. Nobody outside of the alt right, and now the alt right is not going to want him either. But no, they, they don't, don't want Glenn Beck. No, that's what I'm saying. Why yeah. can't he should just double down on the thing that he created? And now all of a sudden he's concerned about being perceived as racist or mm-hmm. anti-Semitic. It's like this. This guy was one of the major founders of the whole Trump, uh, Obama birther movement. Right. right. He felt, loved the birther movie. It always felt very Breitbart, what he was doing. It felt very, uh, yeah, I mean. The, you know what happened? But the alt-right has gone to another level of fucking insanity. Oh, they're crazy. That's yeah. true. But you know what happened? Steve Bannon. Mm. Breitbart, when Breitbart passed away, you believe, uh, Travis, and we'll get into this on Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, but you do believe Breitbart was murdered by the government. Well, I don't believe that. I just know that that theory is out there. Right. And, and it's you, true. And it's, it's completely true. true. I've seen the documents. <laughs> I believe it. Steve Bannon takes over for, for Breitbart. Yeah. Now, there was a massive falling out there. Even Dana Loesch, who worked at The Blaze, right. she's a very conservative woman. She has a book called Hands Off My Gun, and then she's holding a gun. And then she has another <laughs> book called Fly Over Country, and I believe she's holding a gun. Um, <laughs> she's just always holding a gun. She always holds a gun. She loves her gun. Hands off of it. I'm not trying yeah. to grab her gun. And beet juice. I see those She loves beets. On, yeah. on the Fox News. Which I don't understand. Everyone's going beet juice crazy. I have no idea where the hell that started. Spinning machine. Right. Um, so she's against Steve Bannon because they had a falling out when she was working at Breitbart. She left over to work at The Blaze. This is a personal thing. This is a thing. personal thing. This is Glenn Beck hating Steve Bannon, and that's why he's a conservative. I uh, know that he's, he's anti-Semitic, you know, these sorts of things, which, you know, we could argue that he probably is. But I'm also, I'm just saying, like, all of a sudden, Glenn Beck woke up. And was like, I think I feel, uh, I feel morally, uh, you know, corrupt, and I, I need to change my ways. It seems like he was hedging his bets that Hillary would get into the White House, mm. and he could be, um, you know, some kind of in to uh, get some conservative leaning individuals sure. to her side, and she would use him in that capacity. I think he just made it talk about a terrible time. If you're right. a conservative pundit, 
uh, pontificator to change over to the liberal side. I mean, no one saw November 8th happening with right. Trump winning. Yeah. It, was, it, it couldn't have worked out worse for the guy. Well, to your point also, uh, I mean, uh, we're going to talk radio. They say that talk radio is always better when there's a Democrat in office. Mm, uh, I'm sure. So I think that if you're someone like Glenn Beck, who has his own, uh, I, I mean, a formerly conservative radio show, uh, mm-hmm. it's almost beneficial to you, more beneficial to have Hillary in office for that reason. So the totally. ratings can kind of keep turning out. Because if he is facing the dilemma of his moral bankruptcy, uh, now the question is how far is he willing to take that with Trump in office? That's a good point. And Mm -hmm. uh, if you look at what's happening now with Alex Jones, for example, huge Trumper. I mean, this is a man who really believes that plastic in juice boxes makes kids gay. Yeah. He actually believes that. And Michelle Obama's a man. And Michelle Obama. (laughs) We've had doctors come on the show. and they just They they lay out, it's scientifically impossible for her to be a woman. Well, you you know what he saw? He saw the documents. He saw the documents. I've seen the documents. Right. He saw the documents, <laughs> and that proved it. So that's definitive evidence. That Go ahead and YouTube documents. Uh, Michelle Obama <laughs> building seven. Uh, spinning but, machine. But here's the fun part about Alex Jones, though. Now, as we were discussing, well, yes, this is what I'm now, saying. Now uh, it's going to be fun to watch Alex Jones excuse everything the government does. He's got CIA is right. doing a great job. Yeah. FBI is doing a great job. NSA is just keeping us safe. Uh, <laughs> I just got to say, the government. Go ahead and check out my website, infowars.gov. Infowars.gov. Documents. So proud, I'm proud to be with uh, my government. Again. That's the best thing about Trump winning is that all of these people who were perceived, who perceived themselves outside of the government. They were the ones who were telling the truth about yeah. uh, to the American people about what their government's doing. They're going to be forced to become the shills they hated. Yes. Yeah. Alex Jones is going to be the largest government shill. EPA in- is doing a great job. I love it. IRS is doing a great job. I love it. Uh, uh, Edward Snowden, kill him. He's a traitor. <laughs> kill him. No, as a matter of fact, I actually... Um, you know, obviously, you know, people know that we're we're rational people here, and uh, certainly there's a lot of issues with Trump and with the people that he's bringing in. But one issue that I don't think is uh, quite as ri- at, at as at risk as it would have been uh, under a Hillary Clinton administration is WikiLeaks. Mm, I think Julian yeah. Assange. Um, he made a good bet. He made a good he bet. He made a smart yeah. bet. They really did help. I mean, th- those Holy moly. Th- th- those final uh, WikiLeaks All that those, came out were oof. huge with the DNC. And I the mean, Podesta emails. Oh, it was massive. Podesta, you know, going over to a satanic dinner, drinking yeah. the... Maybe. When he was invited, he should have gone. I have no problem if my government is uh, going to satanic dinners on a weekly basis. That's fine. Just That's a fine. little transparency. Just Tell let me, me about it. Just film the yeah. damn thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Put it on Facebook Live. Yeah, I would love to see it. On. I want to hear some goats it. in the background and be like, oh my God, the goats stopped squealing. Yeah. It's dinner. Right. It's time yeah, to eat. Time them. to eat. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Fix them up. So I think WikiLeaks, as opposed to being considered, uh, you know, the 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 epicenter for uh, you know, the um the problems with too much information in the world, uh, they're gonna be seen as a as a beacon of light mm-hmm. in the Trump uh, campaign. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it, Certainly, James Comey didn't do Hillary any favors. No one did Hillary any favors. He's safe now, too. Comey, He's safe also. Comey took yeah. a bet um, because that was a real almost internal battle over there. That oh was my fascinating God. those last few weeks. Uh, anyway. Oh, good Lord. Well, let's not talk too much about politics, but it has been interesting. I mean, that's like the only thing that people, I feel like, want to talk about in right, the last like, two so weeks. Many, yeah, so many people are still you know, dealing with it and reeling from it. Yeah. They are. But, but your perspective is... What? I mean, I think everything is going to be, it's going to, the. first of all, I do believe that there is a um, 
a shadow government. There are individuals that control um, things beyond, you know, the presidency. You know, the, I mean, these are like these are old time people who, uh, you know, who um, have been in power for hundreds, not hundreds of years, but for decades, for decades. And they know how things work. The president is just a figurehead for the country. So it looks bad that Donald Trump has a Twitter fight right now with Saturday Night Live <laughs> and a Broadway musical. <laughs> um, it looks bad. But at the same time, I'm not as worried because as somebody who does believe there's powers that be that we don't necessarily know because they're not on the front page of the government, I guess, um, I think everything will have to be okay. Mm-hmm. So if you believe in a shadow government, you know, then don't freak out. I know a lot of people who do believe in, sh- in the shadow government. They think it's going to be the end of the world. But what can a president really do? You know, so, I mean, yeah, even, even though, you can't do that much. You know, you can just do, you can embarrass the nation. Yeah, uh, on Twitter on a daily basis, every day. But you know, other than that, <laughs> documents. I think the thing people are worried about is like Supreme Court. Uh, Supreme Court's going to be an issue, especially if you live yeah. in the cities and you're yeah. like very liberal. There's a chance they might be able to appoint three. Supreme well, yeah. Supreme oh, Court four. Justices. I mean, I think it could be four. But I'm happy because you know, um, obviously Merrick Garland, he won't be getting passed. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is. I mean, I can't. I don't even know if she's still alive. Right. I'm pretty certain that Take she's been pulse. gutted and she is a puppet. Take a pulse. Uh, Kennedy could go out. Um, who else you got? You got um, Steve, you got Breyer, Stevens? Uh, Stevens. I don't know. Yeah, Stevens. I mean, they're all so old. Everybody's. I think so Clarence old Thomas is one of the younger ones. He's like seventy-eight. Yeah. yeah, maybe he's a little bit younger than that. I think he's a little younger. But either way, Melania. You know, she's very attractive. She's very attractive. So everything not is not a man. I can tell you that much. That's what uh, Alex Jones says. Go, go ahead. I've seen those documents, and they don't even exist. <laughs> and she speaks five languages, and we should respect that. That's unbelievable. That That's is incredible. unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I, I, I resent the fact that people will, especially like people on the left who are very anti-attacking women. They love right, attacking pr- Melania. They Leave Melania alone. I've said smart. it before. Yeah. She, she speaks, dude. She's speaking five languages is ha- is a sign of intelligence. Oh my god! And then she got forced onto the stage in this presidential campaign. She didn't marry a presidential candidate or a politician. She married a billionaire. Yeah. Right. She was. A, she wanted yeah. to just be a mogul's wife. Yeah. yeah. What are we doing here? And yeah. now she has to go and talk in front of millions of individuals and in not even close. Not yeah. even. It's in her top five. But like, yeah. I think English is probably her third best language. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, it's ridiculous. Well, that's why and they just... she is the second first lady not to be born in America. The first one belonging to John Quincy Adams' wife, Louisa. Oh, no. We don't know if she posed nude, though. Maybe Louisa <laughs> did. Louisa Adams. You know, they did have photographs at those times. They did. John it... Quincy Adams, I think, was one of the first presidents to ever get photographed. You would have to sit still for eight hours to get your picture taken. <laughs> Isn't that making that duck face for eight <laughs> hours? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Let's see. So, what else is going on here? Let's get out of politics. I don't. Uh, we, you know, we don't. We don't want to waste our time on that too much. We got a whole show we dedicate to that. You do. Um, which is new and noteworthy. New and noteworthy, as we've discussed, and doing well. Beating um, Glenn Beck, I heard. Beating Glenn Beck. Yeah. Yep. Somebody told me that, and uh, that was true. And I just told my. Yeah, I told myself that. I'm the one who said it. Um, and that's true. I took a little screen grab of it. So. Let me ask you this: If you want to get off of politics, what yeah, do you let's do, do it. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, I've got a fun thing planned. Uh, my girlfriend is going to be cooking a bunch of food mm. and having people over, and then I think I'm going to sit in the corner and I'm going to I'm going to say, "That looks good," you know, a bunch, <laughs> yeah. and uh, feel and you know get drunk, and then like you know at some point, um, talk about how the turkey looks like a vagina. Mm. I don't know. I have no idea what I'll do. Probably make some crass jokes. Yeah. Maybe I'll be allowed to cut some carrots, and then I'll do what all men do. Well, they say, I'm just so bad at cutting carrots, and I'll somehow make them larger. 
Uh, you know, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. And uh, and then she'll say, "You're off carrot duty," and I'll say, "Oh," you know, and it'll go back to you know sitting in the corner. Yeah. You know, with a jug of. Well, jug that of looks good. No, oh, that looks good. Man, the turkey looks like a vagina. And, and then uh, a you know, crowd favorite. That's it. Uh, yeah. Also, <laughs> yes, Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. Yes. So that'll be very love exciting. is jokes, hate is rice. That's that's right. I do like rice. Yeah, you love rice pilaf on Thanksgiving. Oh yes, of course. What's your favorite Thanksgiving dish, Ben? Well, you know what I got to say. Besides the turkey, because obviously it looks like a vagina. I well, don't want to eat that. I and I'm not even being crass. I'm using proper terms. Right. And that's and that's good. Uh, we don't want to be too blue because we are running for mayor here very right. soon. Oh yeah, that's so good. We, we coming have to, up soon. We have to talk about that. But um, oh, it didn't y- seem to stop Trump. It did not. It did not. And as I think I'm a better person than Donald Trump. As long as there's no audio of you saying your thoughts. I, I have recorded myself for hundreds and hundreds of hours. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> what could go wrong? No way will there be attack ads from some random clip of Roundtable of Gentlemen or <laughs> yeah. last podcast on the left discussing some serial killer or god knows no everything is going to be just smooth sailing Mm -hmm. in no way Mm -hmm. is it going to destroy the the small things that we've already created um so i would say the um stuffing you know it's a bit of a cliche but i love a good stuffing Mm. i like it and i don't even it doesn't even need to be cooked I I used to go. Yeah, it definitely has to be cooked. No, it might have to be. You get a box of stovetop stuffing. Yeah, you can eat that like a little crouton. I used to eat it all the time. I thought you meant if you do the recipe because you're supposed to put eggs in it and stuff. So you definitely no, but you get the insta. I'm talking about making an insta. Yeah, you're you're supposed to put eggs in that, right? No, you just put water in it and you put it in the microwave. Oh damn, that's like that's homemade. Oh, I'm With thinking homemade. Yeah. yeah, that's actually cooking. Oh, I'm okay. just talking about how I would do it. What I do, I would go buy buy the box just of stuff. Get a box of croutons, and I do I that guess sometimes. Technically, you could eat anything you do, out of the box yeah. like croutons. Anything. Well, yeah, well, you couldn't. Well, Why I don't you know. Just spaghetti. go get a loaf of bread, let it sit out for a couple of days, and then eat it. Well, you could do that. That it is a crouton. Yeah, <laughs> it's a giant crouton. Um, and I've done that. You know that I've done that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I do know that you've done that. <laughs> yes, you ate it. On the toilet, I'm pretty sure. Well, you know, I am so for that, and I don't understand why that's controversial to people. It's only You're controversial because you get popcorn all over the bathroom floor. I eat a lot of or popcorn. Breadcrumbs. Or breadcrumbs. Yeah, I'm a big mouse. But <laughs> he is a giant mouse. What, what's, what's, what's wrong with that, though? So many people, I've gotten demonized for that lately. Eating well, on the toilet bowl? Yeah. <laughs> I just think it, it brings new uh, meaning to don't shit where you eat. Yeah, oh, literally. that is a literally. saying, isn't it? That had to have come oh, interesting. from like literally. the medieval era of, yeah. of our humanity. Well, I'm not like grabbing the seat. I'm 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 sitting down and then I'm, I'm just <laughs> eating. And then if you don't, then you don't finish something. You, that's that's a good kind of a way to throw it away there. Yeah, yeah. Then you just leave it on the bathroom sink. Yeah, and save it for later for the next time you gotta take a dump. Yeah, well, you don't know. I don't. I don't do it when I take it dumps. Uh, that's ridiculous. That's true. He is just kind of sitting and checking his Twitter. I just hang out. Well, that's a different thing. Yeah. Entirely. This is in, it's like his office. It's just in, a chair at that point. Yeah. We we don't have mansions. We're not the wealthy elite. That's mm-hmm. right. We're not the globalists like Alex Jones. Right. Yeah. I'm a globalist now. He's a globalist. I think the international bankers are doing a great job. I think. Uh, I think uh, you know uh, clearly uh, solar power is a great idea. Well, that is true. Fluoride, fluoride. You know, I use fluoride every day now, and it's so great. My yeah. teeth are so clean. They're so beautiful. I, I give my kids fluoride. I gotta I really s- come around on fluoride. 
I was in Scotland, and uh, they don't have fluoride in the water. Oh, that's pretty evident, though. I am there. for fluoride in the water. Yeah. After my after my trip to Scotland, I'm like, we need all the fluoride in what? all the water. Mm. There's no. I mean, people looked horrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their teeth were falling out. Oh no. They were drunk at ten o'clock in the morning. Oh okay. <laughs> uh, it was unbelievable. Never helps, dude. No. I love it. Scotland sounds like the Shire, like from uh, from it Hobbiton, does, doesn't it? For Hobbiton. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. was. It was similar. I mean, the the uh, the bars were fascinating because they looked just like the basement living room of all of our friends' house growing up. Right. Kind of raggedy carpet. You know, it was like cigarette stains or, yeah. you know, cigarette burns, yeah. uh, you know, staining the carpet. Paneling. And, yeah, paneling, yeah. wood paneling. Tons of paneling. A couple of spinning machines. And then they loved <laughs> uh, Lotto. They loved Lotto. Wow. Well, so, like which, by the way, I'm actually getting into. Like a scratch scratch off. Ah. I'm into. Oh, sorry, you're in, you won nine bucks. I won nine dollars. I've been playing this Abraham Lincoln scratch off game. Mm. I don't know. I wish they would have made it his beard, which you scratched off. Right. That would would make that be kind of funny if it was mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln's face and you scratch off his beard? Yeah. And, and then, then it reveals yeah, it's like 1850. Yeah, or like Abraham a Lincoln. bullet wound or something. You or, scratch I was off. Say, it, it could you, be his yeah. brain that you scratch out of his head. And if you get the brain, you're a millionaire. You're yeah. a millionaire. <laughs> oh wow. You're John Wilkes Booth wealthy. That and he was extremely wealthy. Speaking of actors protesting politics. Politicians, John oh Wilkes God. Booth certainly did a hell of a lot worse than the cast of Hamilton. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. right. That's he a was great much point. more assertive. He was much more. And people don't know this, but John Wilkes Booth was the Brad Pitt of his time. Yeah, heartthrob. He was. Is loved. that true? He was so famous, as famous as you could be back when you know, if you were on, if you were like, if your picture was stapled to a tree, that was a billboard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was on a few of those. Right, a couple and trees. People would go to the theater just to watch Wilkes Booth. Do his thing. Mm. He was huge. He was as famous as you could be during the time when uh, there wasn't a lot of communication going out there. He even did his own stunts. He shot the president and then he jumped <laughs> from broke his leg and broke his leg and then yelled something in Latin and all the ladies were like woo. He, they were swooned. I'm sure some ladies were like, "That's still Latin." That's He's so swarthy. You don't know him like I do. He's so naz. Speaking of people's heads exploding. Anyway, oh, but yes, yeah. I want to yes, scratch off. No, then you can get into that. Yeah. Um, scratch offs. I'm addicted. <laughs> I spent twenty dollars total, and I've made nine bucks. So that's a return yeah. I can deal with. That's yeah. good money. That's, that's great money. money. Yeah, that's really good. Yep. You should be in charge of finances for an entire city. Uh, I basically am. All right. Yeah. Kissel 2017. It's happening. It's Kissel happening. 2017. We'll get into it. But but Mike, you were oh, going to say. I just wanted to say. I, I was watching. Uh, Tom Hanks uh, produced this really great the '60s documentary, the '70s documentary. Oh yeah, that, that thing CNN. you do. And that, too. That's another great 60s, great more or less documentary. That thing you do. Uh, so they, good. They do a whole episode in the 60s one that I was watching last night about the Kennedy assassination. Mm. And they just have all this footage of Kennedy's head just exploding. Yeah. And I, I just <laughs> found it strange that CNN opted to air... Probably about eight minutes of Kennedy's head just blowing it's up. It's going to pop it out there. Yeah, it's just so strange to me yeah. that that's something we look at. And, and like I'm afraid to watch football injuries on, mm-hmm. on oh, TV sure. when ESPN is like, like watch Joe Theismann's leg break. All right, now rewind it. Watch again. Ooh, that's disgusting. I just find it strange that we, we like try to censor language a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, I mean, pre-Trump, I guess. Uh, but we're kind of okay with watching Kennedy's head explode i mean i've seen it so many times there's a gif of there's it. a gif that ben sent to our uh, our roommate group text mm. uh, yes and it's just and pops it's just right out pops of there to, and jackie scrambles and cleans yeah. up the pieces and yeah. then and that's then it a starts bad, over again that's a rough job that's a rough yeah. job that's a rough day but 
you know, I still don't. There is, I mean, Alex Jones and your boy Roger Stone. Roger Stone's doing a conference like right now about it. And firmly believes, yes. And I mean, yeah, he you, firmly believes, and and this is only because Nixon told him. Um, really? Yeah, Nixon believed that LBJ LBJ killed yeah. Kennedy. He was just the most well, obvious why, guy to, it, and he had all the. I mean, you well, know you what know. it's called. Quo bono. Quo bono. <laughs> Qui bono. Who benefits? Yeah. Lyndon Bain. Quo bono. Is that what, how do I say it? I don't know. I, I ain't no John Wilkes Booth. I don't know my Latin. Absolutely but not. Can I just, how, how good is Nixon's word? Nixon never lied. That's Nixon why he got impeached. Didn't you remember? I am not a book. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not a book. That's true. He ain't I mean, lying. that whole Watergate sca- <laughs> that whole Watergate scandal by today's standards oh, is by today's nothing. Standards. nothing. Oh my God. It's nothing. nothing. I can't. I really can't even believe that he got impeached for that. In hindsight, I was yeah. watching a documentary on PBS about it because uh, they released all of the Nixon tapes, which the first podcast <laughs> of all time, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> right. And my That's God, right. political podcast. Oh, good. Oh, those, the the those Nixon people tapes. People up Bohemian Grove doing well, some of the faggiest shit. <laughs> well, all right. Take it easy, Nixon. Okay. Okay, good, good. All right, all right. Thank you. We can't even quote our commanders in chief anymore. They're so terrible as human beings. It was Kennedy that set up the majority of those recording devices also, because Kennedy actually wanted to record everything. Yeah. He was the one who put him in, uh, I forget the name of the room. I need more audio of me having sex with these broads. (laughs) Robbie, Robbie, figure it out. That's I want to hear Marilyn moan. <laughs> oh my god! Yep. So that's what, and that's what did Nixon in? Yeah. The well, old the LBJ well, no, tapes the, were pretty bad too. I don't. I never. I didn't hear those. Oh, the LBJ tapes? No, I never heard them. Oh, that's no. That's Nixon again. That's Nixon again. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to see. Uh, you know, when I was traveling around here for this tour uh, on the plane, I got to watch all the way. That's with a LBJ great movie. With Brian Cranston. Yeah. Well, I saw the play live. Right Ooh, really? here in Did beautiful you? New York City on wow. Broadway, Brian Cranston, phenomenal yeah. performance. Really is good. Although, I'm just going to say this, and it's a little controversial, Breaking Bad isn't as good as Malcolm in the Middle. I would rather yeah. watch Malcolm yeah. in the Middle on a daily basis than Breaking Bad. I'm going to say it. I also believe that Guy Fieri's shows should be mandatory viewing. Oh, I agree um, 100%. I'm just so over this love of Breaking Bad when in reality, Malcolm in the Middle, that told a story about... A family we can all relate to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who has a meth-headed dad? No, but all of our fathers were stressed out. There was always the youngest kid, Dewey, and yeah. that was like me. Huey, Dewey, and Louie, of course, they were the- uh, The ducks. The ducks. Yeah. And I liked. I was a Dewey kid, because mm. he wore green. Yeah. And I thought green is the best, and he was always spunky. Yeah. yeah. And I was also a Theodore kid. <laughs> now you've switched to the chipmunks. <laughs> yes, but I was also a Theodore kid. The- anything green. Well, Theodore was a green, that's right. Chipmunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a chipmunk. Alvin, Simon, Theodore. And Alvin was a schmuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, attention whore. Oh, he was just, oh, everyone loves me. I can catch a football. I can play sports. Alvin! Yeah. Theodore's just like, did I do that? That's (laughs) Urkel. Right. Well, Simon was the brainy one. Theodore was the fat one who loved to eat. He was funny. He'd accidentally stumble into a... You know, a pile of cheese. Yeah, he's a yeah. screw up. Yeah. yeah, but he would always solve the problem at the end. And yeah. without him, nothing would be done. Absolutely. Theodore. And Simon was just up his own ass. And it's like, Simon, start thinking, you know, start thinking out outside the box. Start thinking right. outside your ass. You gotta start thinking like Dewey. Yeah. Do do what Dewey does. Do what Dewey did. And so Dewey, of course, the youngest, I believe, on Malcolm in the Middle as well. Just an adorable kid. Mm-hmm. And then you had the kid in the wheelchair mm-hmm. who spoke like, I can't. 
breathe. Mm. He was sad, yeah. and he couldn't breathe well. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was funny. And then his mother there on Malcolm in the Middle, it wasn't she, no, Jane, uh, I think her name was Jane something. Jane, Jane Seymour. Jane, no, uh, not Jane Seymour, that's Dr. a medicine Dr. Quinn, woman. Uh, Malcolm, medicine woman. No, that's not it. No, it's Jane, oh, I forget her name the now. The wires being crossed here are The Wire, so another hard. great show. No, The Wire <laughs> is overrated also. Malcolm in the Middle is still, it's better than The Wire as well. Where was Malcolm in the Middle based? In the middle. Oh, I that's think right. in the middle okay. of country, yeah. 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 Flyover country. Flyover country. It felt very Midwestern. Hands off right? my guns. And yes, they, it was. And then they came up with that new sitcom, The Middle. The with, Middle. Uh, which is also oh the my mom God. from yeah. Ray that's, Romano. That's, don't even get me going on that. I can't be dealing Patricia with all that. Heaton. Patricia, Patricia Heaton. Patricia Heaton. All that stuff was just contrived nonsense. Malcolm in the Middle had heart, and Brian Cranston brought that heart. To the performance of LBJ. That's correct. Yep. Um, so let's move on now because we've had such a fun conversation so far. Mm-hmm. Mayoral ship 2017 hot dog stands. Mm-hmm. I believe they pay $300,000 a year for that for to, to operate. That ain't uh, right. I'm going to lower that. Lower it. I'm lowering that. I want to free the hot dog stands. Pro hot dog. Pro hot dog stands. Pro street meat. Yeah. Mm. Pro street meat. You're on the go. You want to uh, you know grab something good. Who hasn't been saved by a street meat? A uh, hot dog or random uh, chicken on a stick. Mm-hmm. I love the chicken the on the stick. Halal places are great. Halal places. They're paying too much to paying operate. Kanish. Mm-hmm. Kanish. Kanish. I love a Kanish. Everyone's been saved by street meat. Pro Kanish. I am pro Kanish. I'm pro street meat. I'm pro vending machine carts. Can't I think spell, they need to be out there. Can't spell Kanish without K. K's for Kissel. That's correct. Boom. Yeah. That's it. And uh, so, though, you know, those are just some of the ideas. This is one of the ideas, and then we will get that through. Mm-hmm. Taxi union is the exact same way. Why mm-hmm. are they losing to Uber? Why are they losing to Lyft? First of all, they don't know where they're going. And second of all, <laughs> we got people out there who are just buying uh, these medallions in bulk, renting them out. It's they're paying they're they're paying too much money for the medallion. Mm-hmm. They spend all their money on getting that, and they're not take, uh, spending their money on training their drivers. That's right. It's not right. And that's why Uber and Lyft is winning. Mm-hmm. So I'll get the taxi union on my side. And what about these uh, horse carriages? Horse carriages. We got to let the horses work. I'm a, I'm a, I am a pro pro horse horse work state. Yeah. However, we got to take care of them. Yeah. So we got to have finite hours for the horses, where we know there is high productivity, uh, and and consumers, you know, uh, you know, desiring their product, and we need to have the supply and demand just right. Just right. So the horses are busy. They're mm-hmm. working. But at the end of the day, they're not just standing there for hours and hours and hours in the beating hot sun. That's right. Uh, because that's how they're dying. Right. You know. And of course, you know, if you get rid of them, the sad irony is they just go to the glue factory. Right. Well, they I, literally kill them. I thought they went over to the halal carts. No. They, no, that's, that's, I think that's racist. Oh my God. Sorry. Good God. Fair, Although horse meat is legal in America. Is, it is yeah, legal, yeah. yeah. And it's very delicious. Italians eat horses. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Brajol is uh, mo- like, uh, the most My- popular yeah. horse meat. Uh, Brajol, which is like uh, just a cut of a meat, is, is horse. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. I, Ital- I think Italians that. eat the most horses on the planet. Yeah. Michael's Italian. Mm-hmm. Isn't that something? Yep. Yes, Mike, and his, of course he's the nephew of Don Coscarelli, we think. who created Phantasm. Oh, my God. Yeah, we Mike is, we know. We oh, know. wow. Coscarelli, Coscarelli. Yeah. That's it. Well, the, yeah, that's, that's one of the best horse meat companies out there. The Coscarelli Cascarelli. Meat, horse meat company. Coscarelli horse meat and company. Sons, yes. Yeah. Right, so I think we'll get a lot of support. Also, rent. I mean, we gotta we gotta get this thing under control. Yeah. Well, rent is crazy. I mean, we we have such a unique 
network of political contacts, I am absolutely sure that Jimmy McMillan, the rent is too damn high guy, That's will right. join our campaign. For absolutely. For mayor, will. for sure. Absolutely. Is he, he is still alive. Correct? He's still alive, yeah. I'm Facebook him. friends with him. I he's he's posting a lot of pro-Trump stuff gotcha. lately. Okay. Yeah. I had heard, I just, I heard that he may have passed, but apparently what? I Did I they kill wrong. him? I thought he no. passed. Like a, oh my he used God. to hang out on open mics. Did he really? Oh, really? I swear to God, there was an open mic at, on St. Mark's Place when I started doing comedy. Well, his car was always there. He lived yeah. there. Well, he, his car is covered in his own picture. Yeah. yeah exactly. The rent is too damn high is the slogan. Yeah. And he, he, I mean, he did very well in those debates. So we'll get into the debates. Um, I will win every debate, um, you know, with strong policy ideas, a little charisma. You're, tall, you're taller than Bill de Blasio. And I'm going through a boot phase. I bought four pairs of boots. That's good. Even um, taller. So and I got one boot that's about a three-inch heel. So but, you can imagine how tall I'll be with that. Big heel. There's Big. a lot of people in the in the mix for mayor this year, though. Christine Quinn's coming out. Chris Obviously, is Anthony Weiner is is off the map. He won't be doing it. Yeah. Bill De Blasio. His approval ratings are you know doing for De Blasio not as bad as they could be. I think right. he's roughly forty five. The fact he shows up to work late every day. Every day. Every day. It's unbelievable. Which, I'll show up way, early. Oh yeah. I was as mayor, say, I'll be there early. Or you can out late him. I don't know what the best policy position is to take here, but you could. Technically, if you wanted to be even more late than Bill de Blasio. More late than de Blasio. Yeah. But that's a, that's a strange slogan, I think. That's a strange slogan. More, no, more late. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> more sodas and more late. I am pro-soda. The soda tax will not exist. The soda ban will not exist, rather. Great. Vice taxes, quite frankly, are... Um, unconstitutional. They're unconstitutional, and they're a, uh <laughs> added tax on the poor. Yeah. That's all they do. People who can... People smoke... If they're wealthy, they don't care an extra buck, two bucks for their pack of marbs. Right. But if you're, uh, you know, a little bit more impoverished mm-hmm. and you're addicted to this thing, you're going to have to pay, uh, you know, quite a bit of income. You're going to stand up for the little, the little people. Stand up for the little people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's. I mean, and they're not little people. They're wonderful people. Yeah. Well, I'm not implying they prefer that they're, dwarf. Yeah. I think. Hold Is that on, correct? Hold on. I be. didn't mean that we're getting off subject. I, I just was trying to use your, uh, your height stand, factor. Yes. The fact that you're so tall. To uh, stand up for I'm people, I'm standing who are up for the working class. Yeah, but I'm also standing up for the business. You remember uh, Bill De Blasio was mm-hmm. out there in front of Trump Towers. Mm-hmm. I don't care about Tiffany's. I don't care about you know these boutique yeah. stores. Yeah. They pay millions and millions of dollars of uh, in taxes. Yeah, so we got to care about yeah, these stores. Got to take care of them a bit. Absolutely. Yeah, Bill De Blasio is just like tale of two cities. He's a middleman. He, but he doesn't represent, you know, you can be pro-Tiffany's and mm-hmm. also, you know, pro uh, an individual who was selling a Lucy on the street. We should give that, that that's not a crime that uh, yeah. that should be nearly as punished. That you guy should, should like aspire that. to Tiffany's. Sure. If there is no Tiffany's, what is there to aspire to? They pay you millions and millions of dollars here in New York City and then your mayor goes and blasts them. Yeah. All they want to do is run a business. If people who work at Tiffany's aren't wealthy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's just working class people trying to. Get work by. in the service industry in uh, in uh, the the uh, retail. Mm-hmm. It's almost impossible. Retail is the most difficult, one of the most difficult professions out there. I like that you're pro Tiffany's and pro Lucy. I think that's you got to be campaign that's, slogan. That's it. You got to hit everybody. Yeah. That's, anyway, we've got to help everybody. So we'll continue on and expanding our platform here coming through in 2017. It'll be really exciting. And there are going to be a lot of critics. Oh, you run a serial killer podcast. I can already hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. said this about uh, God knows what. But you know what? Um, I think if we have strong policies, we're charismatic, we have love in our hearts. Always. We'll be able to overcome a lot of the criticisms because people understand now more than ever that everyone is unique. No one is squeaky clean. Nixon really broke that. 
news. Wow. Nixon broke that news to the American people that wow. their presidents are probably a scumbag. Yeah, right. And I think we're be- we're much better people than uh, than uh, most of these politicians running for office. And you care about people. We care about Deep people. Down. I care about people. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love people. And we're going we're gonna to make their lives better. So that'll be exciting. So we'll continue to expand on that in 2017. And uh, yeah, so I think that's pretty much it for today. Um, it was a fun episode. I think fun, yeah. we really got a, we got a lot of talking in. A lot of fun talking in there. Um, Absolutely. I think Some mixing impressions. Got, Alex Jones. Yep. Anything else? Anything we're missing? Reagan. No, oh. Well, do you want to do you want to do a Ronald oh, Reagan impression? Ben. <laughs> That's good. All right, so now we got a Reagan impression as well. I'm so happy. I didn't know I you guys all became yucksters. That was not my Reagan impression. Do your Reagan do impression. Your Reagan impression. Nancy, have you seen the jelly? <laughs> oh, Nancy, I. Uh, I forgot. I forgot. Those are both great Reagan impressions. Because he had dementia. I got, <laughs> thank you, Mike. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, all right. So uh, yes. So uh, yeah, you can find me. I'll be on Red Eye on December sixteenth or December eighth and December nineteenth. And yeah, come to Seattle and Portland. We'll be there December sixteenth and seventeenth. So that'll be fun. And I'm doing Kennedy, and I'll be on. Um, as a matter of fact, Tucker Carlson's show. Oh, Tucker nice. got a new show on Fox News. Dude. Um, I'm going to do that December 1st or December 2nd. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know Tucker gets a lot of flack by people on social media and stuff, but i got to say, he is one of the nicest guys. Yeah. He is so nice, and his stories are hilarious. The man, is uh, he's, got, he's got a lot of tales uh, to tell, and I'm not going to repeat any of them uh, because I think they're private. Oh, okay. But uh, right. he's, a, he's a very funny, nice guy. A lot and of bow ties, p- too, Politics right? aside, he's done with the, uh, the bow tie. Oh, he dropped the bow ties. I think he's done with the bow tie. Thing. That's probably good. I don't know. I mean, I think he, whatever he wants to do, it's just right. fine. But anyway, he's a great guy. And um, I met so many great people over there at Fox. So I am going to miss seeing uh, you know some of those regulars, seeing those old regular faces like Alan Combs, for example. Mm. Oh, how's he doing? He's doing well. He's doing well. He was very, you know... The only one who wasn't very nice, you can imagine who he was. But um, all right, so <laughs> we will, uh, yeah, we'll try to come back here maybe next week. Or I mean, now honestly, Mike, my schedule is more free. It sounds like it. So thank God. I mean, I was working just way, you know. That's fine. We have a lot more work to do. Right. But it'll be good to productive work now, not just uh, you know standing, being up there locked away. You know, producing, which was a great experience, though. Um, all right, so we'll try to do this uh, every week, especially going up. You know, this will be the this will be the major platform show for the mayoral campaign of 2017. Absolutely, as so it should be. We've got a lot to talk about. I'm going to flush out some policy ideas. Consider, uh, you know, c- uh, you know, continue to flush out policy ideas, and we're going to we're going to come up with some uh, a platform that is a guaranteed guaranteed to win. Pro hot dog, pro horse, pro Lucy, pro Tiffany's. That's it. Yeah. Um, all right, everyone. That's Mike Coscarelli. Find him on Twitter at Mike Coscarelli. Listen to his podcast, Social Villains. Yeah, can I say too? Uh, Travis is going to be on uh, December. What we said, December fourth. I think so, but then it comes out later that week. It I never know the day after. when things do things. I don't yeah. know when things. Yeah, it's tough to know. Yeah, yeah. And you can find Travis Irvine on Twitter at Travis Irvine USA. Hell yeah. And uh, you got a you you you're just publishing an article about John Kasich. His career is done, and we are going to uh, put the eulogy. For that, on uh, the internet. So find that online, and uh, you can listen to my shows, Abe Lincoln's Top Hat for everything political. Last podcast on the left, it's True Crime. We're doing a three-parter on the Children of God cult, Oof. which is fascinating stuff. 
Um, and then Roundtable of Gentlemen. It's a fun show. If you want to pretend like you're getting drunk with a bunch of random uh, loud friends, that's exactly what we are on that one. Yeah. So uh, it's really fun. You can find me on Twitter at Ben Kissel. Instagram, I'm at Ben Kissel one, but I still don't know how to use it. Uh, and uh, and that's it. If you want to, if you are interested in the Facebook pages too, last podcast on the left is a Facebook page, and Able Can Stop It is a Facebook page. Again, we're you know beating Glenn Beck and new and noteworthy, so the shows are going great. So thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.